We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. Welcome to News Today with Dr. June Knight as your host on WITB. This is a WATB disclaimer. Hey, let me show you this, Brad. This is another form of deception that I've got to bring to your attention. This lady uh, gave me this link, you know, which people give us links all the time. And so I was checking out this link that she gave me and i'm like what the world you gotta be kidding me how people i want you to i want to show you how sly the deception is brad okay so this is on some type of uh t some type of network called now you see tv nys tv i think i have uh showed something on this before the farce of it but this one says breaking babylon foolish shepherds of the apocalypse right and so i'm thinking oh okay so you know they're gonna bust out you know people that are uh misleading people you know the bad shepherds or whatever so I'm going to show the beginning of this clip because I want to see if you see any signs to show you uh, that what's not right about it. Okay, so if you're watching, I want you to uh, let me know what you see that gives you red flags. Okay, so this is kind of a test. Uh, for all of you that are watching, I want you to pay attention and let me know all the red flags that you see about this uh, presentation. All right, so here we go. Also, you pay for this service. You pay for this television. Okay. This is true. Our country is in a lot of trouble. We've had these trips. This is my daddy. 
having rituals that come from a book like the like the book of the dead. Okay, now first of all, okay, first of all, when you're looking at agendas and you're looking at stuff, you need to pay attention. Okay, first of all, this is a a television, I guess they're like a network where you pay a subscription to be a part of their TV deal. And so they're exposing uh, I guess the sex trafficking industry. Okay, so uh, what are some things that you've seen so far on this video? Okay, so let, let me know as we uh, continue forward. Let me know what you see so far. It's hard to get your mind around people being Whoa, I did not even pay attention to that passage earlier. Okay, so first of all, when I saw this, that was my first sign was the rainbows in the beginning, but the second sign was uh, the sex trafficking, you know, so that brought up a flag. But the third was that right there, as soon as they started flashing the book of Enoch. Now, let me tell you something. Those people that are in this freedom movement, in this patriot movement, in the new apostolic reformation, in this, the big, uh, I don't even know how to describe them. Cabal, you know, the big, agenda of it all the big deceivers a lot of them use the book of enoch because the book of enoch is mystical i know it's mentioned in the bible but it would there's a reason that it was not included in the king james bible because i told you the story of king james whenever king james had the bible uh, completed, he had a, a group of people, a group of scholars, there was 50 of them. He broke them up into five groups of 10 and each of them took all the scrolls and went through and passed them around. If they did not all mesh together, like, uh, you know, come in agreement with these criteria that they had, they were removed. And one was they were supposed to have been said that they were inspired by God type of deal. Okay, so the point that I'm trying to say is uh, Enoch, that is a road that you should not go down. And another thing is about Enoch is pulling people to the Hebrew roots. Enoch is attached to the Hebrew roots. In other words, Enoch is part of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It, it, it sucks you down this vacuum hole is the only way I can uh, describe it. 
It sucks you down a vacuum hole of knowledge and mystical deals here. Okay, so somebody in the chat says, I love NSTV, very sincere Christians. No, they're not on YouTube and others. This video is not deceitful. They help stop a satanic pull from abusing children in Evansville, Indiana. You know, I actually met some of those people from that Evansville situation. Well, Stevie, if you will just hold on to Stephanie and just hear me out. Okay, don't get all offensive. Just hear me out, okay? So, just bear with me. <laughs> bear with me a minute. Okay, uh, so they say they call out Nara and the apostates, but we are bringing everyone before the Heavenly Father. Now that I'm in. Enoch was in King James, but the Catholic Church removed it. Uh, no. No, Carla. Because... The Catholic Church wanted to kill King. Actually, they tried to assassinate King James four times. So, as far as I know, that is not a true statement. So, let me finish what I'm trying to say and to show you why I have come to this conclusion. And you can hey, you can believe what you want and do what you want. Everybody's got their own rights, but I'm just showing you from my research and studies what I see. All right, so just hear me out a minute, okay? So let's go back and look at the scripture that they're bringing up from the book of Enoch. Let's look at this. The words of the blessing of Enoch, wherewith he blessed the elect and righteous, who will be living in the day of tribulation when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. Now, the reason that gives me a cause to pause is because of the agenda of what's going on with President Trump. Anybody that partners with President Trump is deceived. They do not see the big picture or either they're a part of the big picture. Okay, so when I see this scripture, I think about, okay, I think about Q. Because Q turns around and says that the wicked and the godless are going to be removed as well. So when I look at this station, I think a lot of Tom Horn and Steve Quill and, you know, the Celeste and all those that are in this same vein of, the crazy stuff like giants and, you know, all the UFOs and uh, the New Age. Not that all of it's New Age, but the New Age connotations and whatnot. Okay, so according to um, this letter, the alphabet person, Trump is going to come in here and remove all the wicked and godless. And remember, I've been telling you about the cyber attack coming and how those wicked and godless may end up being the church, but they may paint them as the wicked and godless, along with some of the wicked and godless that are legit. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? 
So in other words, it would be like Satan, you know, the tail biting the snake type of deal. The snake biting its own tail. So when I see this scripture, the book of Enoch right here about in the day of tribulation when all the wicked and godless are to be removed, I'm thinking like, okay, are they building a case of the alphabet person that when Trump does this, that he's fulfilling like the book of Enoch? Now bear with me. All right, here we go. Because I don't know these people. And then I'm thinking, wow, they're really promoting the book of Enoch. Which makes me think, are these people Hebrew roots? Okay, like, look at this. Now, Pause. Pause. This right here really gave me pause to cause. I mean, cause to pause. Why am I saying this, Brad? Because of the pattern that I've showed you coming from this freedom movement of this video design tactic that they use of the black, white, and red, the news. Remember I showed you, let me just go over here and show you real quick what I'm talking about. It's, I keep showing you this, but it's this pattern. Let's go here. Trump2024.film. It's this. See it? It's that pattern of the black, right, and red. Um, well, you see right there with the data, but when you watch the trailer, when you watch the video, you'll see what I'm talking about. Let me show you. By the way, that is a lot of fake news back there. That's what I'm talking about, Brad. It's that it's a pattern in these videos that I've noticed. Um that is this type of pattern. Uh, I'm just showing you, these are things, Brad, that I'm telling you when you see these, your red flag should go up and say, okay, I need to look at this a little deeper. So let's go back and look at the words that they highlight here when they do this. Watch this. The truth is out there. Now it's time to listen. Apocalypse. Uh, wait. 
was that about the Torah? What was that? Hold on. Back it up. Back it up. Okay, apocalypse. World war is a war involving many of the countries. Instruction given. Instruction given direction. The Torah. So then that gives me cause to pause as well. So I'm thinking, oh, this is this is Hebrew roots here. See, this is what I'm trying to tell you, Bride, about these ministries, these people that try to tell you uh, apocalyptic stuff, revelation stuff, end of time stuff, but they're pushing other agendas. So I've already got, just in the first two minutes of this video, I've already got three or four different red flags. I'm trying to show you patterns. All right, so here we go. Israel War, Vatican Deep, okay. The beast is coming. All right, pause. Let's rewind just a tad. Church of Laodicea, okay. All right, so we see the giants here. The beast is coming. The Kosh, that's another one of the books there. Also, did y'all notice what they said about the Messiah? Look at here. I don't know if you caught on to this. I'm going to try to see if I can slow it down. Men of renown, okay, and they're flashing these images up of the Look, they've got the snakey eating the tail here. And they've got this, you know, like the Masonic sign here. Synagogue of Satan, and they've got the image of the Pope, okay? Israeli war, all right. Vatican deep government. The giants and then the beast is coming. All right, now watch this. Watch this. Okay, so they've got the human, the Messiah is coming. Now watch this next little flash. See Obama? Watch this. The arrow is right towards Obama. Implying that it's Obama. Which let me tell you, Brian. There's a lot of the people that are involved in the Sabbath, Hebrew roots, New Apostolic Reformation, the Freedom Movement, the Patriot Movement, that are all saying it's Obama. Now, I'm just trying, I mean, it may be Obama, but there's two. Remember, one of them points to the beast. But what I'm trying to tell you is it can be used as a distraction measure that is not Trump. 
And then are you promoting Trump by diverting attention towards Obama? Do you hear what I'm saying? I see now I've got the room fired up tonight. <laughs> well, you got to not be loyal to where you'll follow somebody off a cliff. You should at least listen to why I have these viewpoints that I do. All right, so here we go. And so I'm watching this thinking, what is up with this? Welcome and welcome all to the very first episode of Breaking Babylon. This show today is entitled Foolish Show. And then I see this guy and I'm thinking, whoa, whoa. The first image that I see here uh, reminds me, <laughs> I hate to even say it publicly, but it just does, I won't say then. I'm going to hold back, but it just, this scene here does not sit with me. I don't know how you all take it, but the look is, um, do you remember that guy the other day that uh, I showed you that gave that weird prophecy? It's that kind of look. That, I don't know what this look is. It's a spirit uh, that's on this. It's on that other guy, too. I can't think of what kind of spirit, but it's like a... Uh, ...of the apocalypse. And I hope you guys like our new name, formerly Cutting Edge, uh, but we decided to take this show a whole other route than Cutting Edge, which is the show that my co-host over here, John Hall, uh, co-hosts every day on the Cutting Edge. What's up, John Hall? It is good to be here. Of course, we're going to... Okay, now this is his guy, so I thought, I'm going to research this, these people. So then I went to their website. Oh, that's not the one. Hold on. All right, here it is. All right, so this is their website. Uh, okay, so they're really big into the Book of Enoch. Uh, okay, and then they have all these shows on here. And I'm thinking, wow, they look very dark. Like Doctrine of Devils, the One-Eyed Shepherd. With a, a demon on there, California, the island of Tataria, the second exodus, censorship, smackdown, uh, genetic babble, okay. Apocalyptic pole shift, alien disclosure, great deception, dark shepherds of the apocalypse. And then I see this, hmm. Midnight rise with the Israeli flag. 70 shepherds book of enoch so they're really pushing putting down immorality cities of confusion the apocalypse of isaiah the hidden message from jesus lucifer rising so it reminds me a lot of jonathan Kahn. it sure does because jonathan Kahn's like this it's always uh, mystical. And then, remember that guy that I exposed one time? I can't remember because there's been so many. But they use this creepy-looking demonic font. You know, it's like, what is what is happening here? Identity of Bell, 
prophetic danger. Okay, so you scroll down and then you see all of their demonic handlers and psychic vampires. Today's seven plagues, cutting edge, mind numbing. I mean, it's like a very dark uh, deal here. And then they got Book of Enoch. And then I guess they're pushing doctrine, the doctrine of Christ, their doctrine. Uh, and then this was the biggest red flag is down here at the bottom. They got pandemic on here. I was like, what? Are they a part of this big uh, deal? Because they got that movie on there that is uh, such a propaganda tool for uh, pushing all of that agenda. Beast, I don't know what these are. We could rule it. You know, but just very, these are so dark. The whole image of everything they're putting out there. All right, now, so, and then I think, when I look at this, I think, you know, this is the tree of knowledge of good and evil, because this is like the darkness path we should not be going down. All right, so then I looked at one of the things that they did on Donald Trump. This is on their YouTube channel channel called Now You See TV. It says, what did Donald Trump say? So I listened to this video, and you know what they did, Brad? They, they debunked the negative uh, video about, in other words, they defended Donald Trump. So I thought, mm-hmm, you are a part of this. And then you can watch all this yourself and come to your own uh, conclusion, okay? You can come to your own conclusion. I am just telling you what I'm seeing because you can watch this video. Of course, it's only five minutes long, so I'll just show you just a quick part of it. You'll see. <laughs> UN Blue, the data behind it, the UN Blue. What's up, everybody? This is John Congress from Now You See TV. And today I'm going to show you guys something, uh, how to research stuff, because there's this, I usually don't do videos about this stuff, but this meme's been going around. I've seen it about five times on Facebook wall, shared by people uh, that I somewhat respect and that actually, you know, aren't stupid. But I want to show people how to research stuff before you start posting things that are completely false. Uh, this video is about Donald Trump, okay? Uh, supposedly, one of the things that he said up here was that Republicans are, okay, I'll just read word for word. If I were to run, I'd run as a Republican. They're the dumbest group of voters in the country. They love anything on Fox News. I could lie and they'd still eat it up. I bet my numbers would be terrific. So we're going to check and see if that is true or false, okay? Okay, so he goes through here and he tries to prove his case that it is false. But when you go down here to the bottom, you see all these people replying, uh, no, it really did happen. He did say it. 
is what these people are saying. So it's like, why are you, you know, defending President Trump? First of all, the way that he's treating the Republicans right now is backing up him saying that they're so dumb because he's mocking them. How can anybody not see how President Trump is mocking the Republicans? He has literally destroyed the party. He's done the America first, which is the UN agenda. So I believe it that he said, and then people down here talking about how they actually watched it their stuff and that they are scrubbing the internet. Let me tell you something, Brad, they are. They are scrubbing the internet uh, to protect him. So anyways, the point is about this group. Okay, now you see TV. I just wanted to point this out, Brad, because you need to be more aware. And then they uh, promote. All right, this is this guy. Okay, he says that this is his sponsor, is this uh, Cascadia Cutlery. So I clicked on it. Uh, because this is a company that they promote, that they say is their sponsor. And when I clicked on it, I'm like, what? Look at his shirt. Look at the shirt. What have I been teaching you about logos? What is this? Okay, so it says Torah. Torah T's. And then when you go down his Facebook wall here, you see he is all in the Hebrew roots. He is all in the Torah. So look at his. He's got Torah with the Masonic looking A, with the creepy looking H, T's, with look what this is. What is this? This is that crown. This is that lion of Trump. I have been showing you this lion that just follows Trump all around. Do you hear what I'm saying? So, also with the crown, crown the king. So I am telling you what I see here, Brad, and you can do with it, uh, <laughs> you know, what you want. I'm just showing you what I see. Uh, that's just to show you about deception and to pay attention. Look at their sponsors. What are they promoting? And you need to look at what are they attached to. Oh, how... We was talking about this group earlier. Uh, let's see, where is it at? This NYSTV. Remember we was talking about it earlier and then we was talking about um, how this uh, guy was wearing this shirt. He was promoting this. He's one of the speakers of their program or whatever. But he's wearing this shirt that I told you was telltale because 
they promote the Hebrew roots and whatnot uh, on their site. And then I I'm trying to show you a pattern. Now, this church really sent up some alarm bells because of the Masonic A with the H with the dagger looking right here, the cut. And then, you know, this H, this weird looking H. Then you have the crown on the king, which we know has to do with like the Messiah, the Jewish Messiah, what they think the king is coming back type of deal. So, uh, and then I was noticing this shape that this crown is in, that this king is in, and the daggers at the bottom. And then I got to thinking about Trump's logo for the new getter uh, social media. And I got to thinking, hmm, that may be the daggers on that T that we was looking at that we said was like the data mining uh, tool. Remember that T? But doesn't it look like this, the sharp edges here? Now, Brad, I'm telling you, these are the things that you need to pay attention to when it comes to logos, when you're picking up on patterns. He did a video a year ago, Why I Left the Hebrew Roots Movement, but still doing this. What is the date on this video? This was the other day. Huh. He left the Hebrew Roots Movement, but he's got this shirt on. What a farce. All right, but let me show you something. I thought something's weird about this about this shirt, Torah Tees. So I thought, let's check out their little website over here. Look at this, Brad. Okay, now this is the website, Torah Tees. They actually have a website. This is a company, Torah Tees. Now let's look at their, their font. Okay, it's the very weird looking S with a shape down with an H with the dagger on it and uh, the side with a dagger. Looks like a one, looks like a triangle here with this. Looks like this, an O, a regular O with that weird looking Masonic M. So we've got a Masonic A and a Masonic M in this Shalom. Okay, and then we see the uh, Torah here with the T's, right? With this T, the king within there. So this, they have a whole website uh, of all of this uh hebrew roots propaganda so let's look at some of these things that they're selling all right what is this uh that the crazy thing is that it doesn't allow you to zoom in on the clothing i wave 
something and serve the way of truth. I have set my heart on your Torah. Then it's read truth, heart, and Torah. Okay, so it's pushing the Torah. Let's go back. All right, so let's check out some more of their shirts. There's another Torah one like that, and they got mask with the Torah on it. And then the mighty of the land, the cross. Remember, we've been examining the cross. Remember the yellow and black colors of the UN. Remember, we talked about the UN connection on that, so there's that. The yellow and black there. And then you go through here and you can see all of these uh, weird designs. I mean, who would wear this across their face? I mean. Yeah. That one girl that everybody keeps sharing, that black woman from Africa, uh that acts like she's given all these prophecies, they overlook the way she calls God Yah. Anytime they do, they just know their Hebrew roots. Okay, Shema. Okay, then you got this. All right, what is this? For the Jew, for the Gentile. Let's zoom in. For the Jew, Torah should lead them to Messiah. For the Gentile, Messiah should lead them to Torah. Uh-huh, that's the outlaws. That is the outlaws. The outlaw agenda. Separating Jews and Gentiles, etc., etc. All right, let's see what else they got. The rainbow colors, what is this? What can it be in the rainbow colors? Okay, they've got all the different words. Kindness, wisdom. And what is this? The rainbow on the lion. What a farce. That is an abomination. God would never have anything to do with that. Yeah, promoting mask and the agenda. Yes, this is... Okay, is that his company or just the company that sells the t-shirt he had on for that commercial for the cutlery? Okay, now, that's a good question. This is the t-shirt that he had on for that commercial for the cutlery. But... By him wearing that t-shirt, he is promoting this company. So what I'm trying to show you is, is the Hebrew Ruth connection with the outlaws right here. Now, let's look at the owners of the company. This is them. And let's see what they say about the purpose of the Torites company. Okay, so let's make it a little bigger here. 
Okay, so here's how owners and Luke, one love, one Torah. Well, what do we know is happening with the one movement? Using the rainbows, the great awakening that Trump talks about, the new episode reformation, the LGBT, all of them coming together as one. The world unity, the Orthodox Jews before the UN, pushing for world unity as one. Shalom and welcome to Torah Tees. We are a new brand that launched in November of 2018 with the vision to share the Creator's Torah with the world through apparel with eye-catching graphics. Hopefully our apparel will open the door and have people ask questions, which is what is happening when this guy on his commercial is wearing this shirt. He is opening the door to the Hebrew Roots Movement, along with all the other things that he's involved in. And now people ask questions about why do you love the Torah of the Creator so much? You can be a part of our team by inviting your friends to like our page on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. So let's see what their Instagram looks like. Oh, it says this page is not available. Or it may have been removed. Okay. Uh, so let's see if they have a Facebook page. And they do. Okay, so here's their Facebook page. That's their commercial for the Torah-based apparel. All right, so let's see what they're showing here. Cheese lights. Shalom, okay. Spread peace, one love, one Torah. Straight out of Babylon. Now, I want to pause there a minute. I was going to show you this, but they have got a t-shirt that says straight out of Babylon. Okay, now let me explain to you something, Brad. Remember, I was telling you how they're going to discredit the church. And they're going to make this group, the Torah uh, believers, you know, in this religion, the Hebrew roots, as the authority figures. Okay? So, they are going to call us Babylon. Coming out of Christianity. Straight out of, this is coming off the saying, straight out of Compton, the ghetto. But now it's saying straight out of Babylon. In black and white, in Masonic colors. And guess who else's color? President Trump. His logo. Straight out of Babylon. So I am trying to show you a connection that they are saying 
that we are the Babylon. That's why the the new episode Reformation leaders that began teaching and taking everybody back to the Torah, opening all the mysteries of the Torah, like Jonathan Kahn does and all them that he hangs around, is painting an image that the real church, Christianity, is Babylon. We're the evil people. We are the ones that's got it wrong. That's why people that go back to the Sabbath, they go back to recognizing all those feasts and activating them, and then they go back to the law, to the law of the Torah, they become rigid. Their hearts become very cold because they're very rigid. They're very rules, rules, rules. It's, it's very, it's a look on them. It's different. Uh, but that's what I wanted to show you about that straight out of Babylon. Look how they're trying to look cool with all their triangle symbolism and everything. All right, let's see what else they got. Awesome teaching from Brother Rico Cortez. Mark 7 and Purity. Wisdom in Torah Ministry. If my people are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my faith. See how Christians will buy that? Not knowing they're supporting this organization. Oh, where do we see this? But in the freedom movement. Look at this one. When tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. Where have we seen that? all over the freedom movement i try to stay neutral with my political opinions but that time is over my love of the father's torah and my love for the country go hand in hand if we choose to stay idle and not fight for our freedoms then our kids will grow up in a socialist nightmare isn't that funny how they're pushing against the socialists when we know what the outlaws want to do with those seven laws, this right here shows you the agenda. This shows you the connection. This is connected to that Judeo-Christian uh, agenda of the freedom movement. Look at this related pages, Be the Light Worship. River of Praise. All right, let's see here. 
spread shalom. Now we know why he did his words the way he did right there. Look, they're Hebrew letters. Well, that shows you I don't know much. That is UN written all over that black and yellow. What the farce? Look at this. Crazy. With the UN wreath, the American flag, the three stars of Trump, which is we know the beast, made in the USA. American quality. See, that is nothing but mocking Americans. That is mocking the church. The next thing I want to talk about is AI. Now, I have talked about this agenda before, Brad, about how they're going to take the conscience out of people and they're going to put them in uh, for reincarnation for this circular economy deal, this new world. And uh, they're asking this in the Wall Street Journal about the future of everything. Experts are exploring ways that artificial intelligence might confer a kind of digital immortality, preserving the personalities of the departed in virtual form and then allowing them to evolve. Oh, oh, Brian, I got to tell you something. Oh, man, you want to hear how fast this thing is creeping in? My daughter worked at a gym. Now, she was... Uh, personal trainer and listen to this they had a machine they have a machine and they want all their personal trainers to call these people that was had a membership to the gym to come in and get a body scan you heard me right they want these people to come in and get a body scan and what they do is, is they sit down with them and they look at their body through this scan. They look at this body uh, through this scan. And so they sit down with them and they tell them, uh, like, what their body mass is and all this other stuff. But she said that they are actually sitting there being scanned from head to toe. Yeah, they're scanning their bodies. And that 
This is a national uh, chain, a national gym that is really pushing this scanning machine. Well, they're doing it because they're trying to say they're helping them with their, uh, you know, helping them with their health and everything. They can tell them their body index and all this, their weight, you know, you know what I'm saying? And so, but she knows what I've been saying. So she told me about it and she ended up quitting that job. But the point that I'm trying to tell you is, Brad, is that they are doing body doubles in the internet. They're called digital twins. And she was telling me how creepy, yeah, at a gym. She was telling me how creepy it was. She didn't even know what it was, but she started catching on to it. She said it literally makes an exact copy of the person exact copy of the person so i'm encouraging you bride do not get scanned okay so what they're doing is this right here is they're making them come over to the digital world old photos letters and tapes tapped has Tech has long allowed us to preserve memories of people long after they had died, but with new tools, there are now interactive solutions, including memorialized online accounts, voice bots, and even humanoid robots. WSJ's Joanna Stern journeys across the world to test some of those for a young woman living on borrowed time. So uh, in other words, it's where people can live well, maybe there's a commercial. Let's see here. That's a commercial there, but uh, this is very much definitely happening. We won't have time to watch this because I've got so much other news, but just keep your eye out for that. Now, this is really sick. I want to show you something, Brian. And what I mean by seek is I'm just showing you the uh, strategy of the enemy. Okay, they are using, just like the New Apostolic Reformation used music to infiltrate the church. They're using music, which we know that Satan, Lucifer, when he was in heaven, he was the head of the praise and worship. He knows the power of music. Okay, so they are using music to change people's hearts towards robotics, towards uh, artificial intelligence. They're, they're doing a campaign. So I want to show you an example of how they're getting people to laugh and like these robots. But these robots are not good, bro. No, they're not good. These are... These are military-grade robots that will hunt down. Do you hear what I'm saying? All right, watch this. Oh, 
won't stop it with the music, but you get the gist of it. They're trying to make it look so cool that they can get these robots to dance together in, synchron in synchronicity. All of them in unison, they can, they can organize them to uh, look like they're having fun. But Brad, these are not good. Uh, those arms, the power that these things have is not good at all. So, but they're trying to get society to accept them through music and doing little stunts like this. This is called a robot dog. Okay, so I just wanted to show you that. All right, so let's move forward. Okay, Gates Foundation. Now, I checked out this website because, you know, I hate showing you websites that are not credible. You know, so I, that's one thing that my team has learned and that we're very, very strict on is sources. We try to show you good sources, Brad, because we understand deception tactics that these like the one I just showed you, that network. Uh, they may have agendas to push you towards something. So I researched this group for a little bit. They look legit so far from my... I can usually go to a website within five minutes. I can look at a website and take... Now this site, the first clue that I had that it was not good was the UN Blue. So I have my first red flag up, but I researched this author and research this group and apparently they are fighting for pro-life which we know is a part of their agenda but it doesn't mean that their information is wrong and you know whatnot but anyway so i seen them to be like 95 percent legit so far so anyway so we can pretty much believe this so far gates foundation will spend 1.4 billion dollars pushing Population control worldwide. This is dated the other day. Okay. Uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation plans to spend another $1.4 billion over the next five years to prevent families from having children. The Gates Philanthropy Organization has been a huge supporter of contraception and abortion for decades sending millions of dollars to pro-abortion groups like Planned Parenthood, the Population Council, and MSI Reproductive Choices, formerly Marie Stokes International. Last week, it announced plans to send another $1.4 billion through 2026 on promoting family planning across the world, according to the Catholic News Agency. So, uh, what they say as well is, though the announcement did not mention abortion specifically, its underlying message is anti-child, and many of the groups that the Gates Foundation donates to promote and provide abortion. So uh, I just wanted you to know about that, so let's go to the next deal. This is another article on their website. Scientists will create unborn babies who are part human and part animal for research. 
Now, Brian, this is something that we have been talking about hybrids. This is a hybrid. Uh, remember, we've been talking about how they are creating hybrids. And we talked about this relating to biblical prophecy because, you know, we all know that the Bible talks about, you know, there's a, an animal that has the head of a female and the tail of a scorpion and the body of a horse, you know. We read that and we thought that it had to be just some um, beast that come out of hell on the earth. We had no idea that they were actually probably created by humans. I mean, can I get an amen? We would not realize that they could actually create something like this. But this is part of tribulation and part of our judgment, Brad. This is part of God's hand being removed and us being exposed for the vileness of what we have done because they're playing God. This is pride on a stick. This is a stench in God's nostrils. So this is uh, not accepted by God. Okay, so, but now we can see how this is going to happen in tribulation time. Now, according to this UNSW in Sydney, Australia, in their newsroom, this is a college, they said the robots are helping sick kids teleport to the classroom. So this is how they're describing it over there. Look at this. Most school students, this is November 2020. Most school students are back in school after a tumultuous school year, but remote learning and social isolation is an ongoing reality for thousands of sick children across the country. Children are missing school because of serious illnesses are getting a chance to be seen heard and even move in their classroom again with the help of a telepresence robot service. Listen to this, Brian. The robots, which look like electronic tablets on a stem with wheels, can be directed to move around the classroom or playground at the student's will via their electronic device. So, you know what, this kind of makes me think, Brad, see, this right here is a student in the classroom. It's a stick like a rolling tripod holding a tablet. I just had a vision of something. We all know these days are coming where they're pushing everybody in their houses. We all know that they are getting people out of buildings. We all know that they are pushing people to glass houses where there will be no more salvation. There will be no more uh, going to church and being around other people and being able to signal for help and being able to be around others. And they want to trap you in a room with a TV with the beast is the ultimate goal. 
the uh, I told you about the World Economic Forum when we was doing that digital conference. And they said that within two to three years that all small businesses would be shut down. There is going to be the world that we know, Brian, is gone. They're pushing everybody into the matrix. And that's really what this is. And these ministries, these people telling you otherwise is, is wrong. This is where it's all going right here. And so uh, the other day I made the announcement, Brad, as well about the Olympics. Do you remember that? And I told you that they canceled the Olympics because they did not want any humans there. They want everybody to be there in these uh, virtual, they want everybody to be there virtually, but they're going to set up like these avatars. That was the word avatars. This is the future of where we're going. Like when you watch The Voice now, The Voice, that's that TV show, in the audience is a bunch of avatars. And these, it represents real people that are watching. They're like carved out, you know, people. But in the future, though, it will have like these digital characters sitting there, which will look like you. It'll be the image of you, but it won't be you. It'll be you back home where the sensors all around you will be picking up on your movements and your reactions and your digital copy, your twin copy will be the one that's reacting in the physical location. Do you hear what I'm saying? Well, they are preparing the children for this. Okay. They're preparing them for this new world, this new matrix. Now, I want to propose something of a thought that just come to my mind, which I believe is spirit led. Now, we know that it's a farce for them to even want our kids to go back to school right now. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? What is the purpose of it? Are you just wanting all of them to get the jab? We, I've already told you what their agenda is. I've already told you parents about the rule that they're going to have called informed consent. And that is where if you bring your kids to school and they are doing the shot that day, you are giving informed consent. So, uh, what I see in this vision is these kids going through the school, walking through scanners. They're going to say we're scanning for COVID. But how do you know they're not scanning for their digital copies? Come on now. Scanning for digital copies, walking through body scanners. How do you know they're not going to tell them, hey, I need you to step in this scanner so that we can... It'll be all in the name of safety, of course. And so that they'll be able to tell people in the building if they're really sick. Because now they're going to be labeled and marked throughout the school because now they have a copy of them. 
So is this the reason they want them to go back even for a week or two, just to get them all scanned? Do you hear what I'm saying, Brad? I don't put nothing past them. Nothing. And I can just hear people right now, this woman has become the biggest conspiracy theorist I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I can just hear people saying this. But I've already showed you about, thank you for reminding me, Sonny, about the giants. They're scanning people at the giants, okay? Because they want them to be a digital twin. Do you hear what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> okay, so... The robots, which look like electronic tablets on a stem with wheels, can be directed to move around by the students. Children can activate the robot remotely and move around the school as though they are really there. It's like they're living in a matrix world. Unlike other video conferencing tools like Zoom or Skype, telepresence robots teleport students with serious injury or illness into their classroom, said Miss Sandra Ellis, Sarah Ellis, a research fellow at UNSW Sydney and the Kids Cancer Center. The robots give children a physical presence in the classroom from their home or hospital. Miss Ellis is a part of a team of researchers from UNSW, University of Southern Queensland and Missing School, currently investigating the social, emotional, and mental benefits of the pilot robot service. So it's a pilot program. Yeah, the kids will think it's school. You have them in California already, Jamie, that's terrible. Okay, so let's go to the next deal. We're going to move on to cyber. We're going to spend the next few minutes talking about the escalation of the cyber attacks coming. I'm going to show you how they are building up to the ultimate persecution to the bride. Now, I've been showing you, bride, about Congress and how they have been in Congress uh, talking about cyber uh, legislation, all this different stuff. So let's let's go here. Now this one's according to RT.com. Hackers demand $70 million to restore data from hundreds of companies hit by cyber attack. The cyber criminals believed to be behind a devastating attack that left hundreds of companies worldwide offline have reportedly demanded $70 million to restore the data they're holding ransom. The demand was posted on a dark web blog on Sunday, readers reported. The blog is typically used by the reveal, like evil. But you know what? That right there makes me think. Bride, we have noticed another pattern. 
Now I feel like Casey with all these patterns. <laughs> that is funny. But there is a pattern to this. I like them calling this the reveal. Think about all the things using the return. Re uh, different stuff. One of them is uh, reform. New apostolic reformation. Reform the nation. New apostolic reformation. Anyway, so re evil, huh? Okay, so they're responsible for the latest attack in May. Last week's attack targeted Kaseya, a remote IT management platform. Hundreds of Kaseya's clients in the U.S., Canada, the U.K., and worldwide had their data frozen. Okay, the White House announced on Sunday that the FBI and Department of Homeland Security will reach out to identified victims to provide assistance. So what is going to be their solution in the cyber attacks? Let's go to the next thing. According to the Washington Post, it says, shut down everything. Global ransomware attack takes a small Maryland town offline. In Leonardville, Maryland, lost access to its computer systems on Friday, falling victim to a massive ransomware attack that has hit organizations around the world through Kaseya. It was after 12.30 p.m. on the Friday before the 4th of July holiday when a warning popped up on the McKay's computer screen. McKay, the town administrator for Leonardtown, Maryland, didn't even have time to read the whole message before it disappeared and her computer froze. Everything shut down. She said in an interview, you couldn't open any document you completely locked out from all your files. McKay learned later that day that the town had been a victim of the massive ransomware attack that breached a popular software made by information technology company Kaseya. The attack reached Leonardtown through its IT management company, Just Tech, which uses the affected Kaseya product. An email sent to Leonardtown and shared with the Washington Post, Just Tech, wrote that neither its servers nor your network were directly hacked or breached. The intrusion came through the remote monitoring and security software we utilize from industry-leading provider. All right, let's go to the next one. Four ways that AI can help us enter a new age of cybersecurity. This is according to what? The World Economic Forum. AI is helping companies recover from the pandemic more efficiently. The growing uptake of AI is causing concern for data security in a time of escalating cyber threats. Well-deployed AI can be used to counter these cybersecurity threats. Global catastrophes have historically brought moments of truth for all fields of business. In such times, their inner working strengths and weaknesses are laid bare for the whole world to see. Looky there, Brad. 
their strengths and weaknesses are laid bare for the whole world to see. Uh, can I say exposed? Exposure? This is what I'm trying to tell you, Brad, is uh, coming. Okay, so it talks about how you can use AI, cybersecurity in the age of AI. Identify threats early, prevent credit card fraud. Build on the blockchain, go deep into the data. So it's talking about how AI will help with that. Okay. Center for Cybersecurity, according to the World Economic Forum, is leading the global response to address systematic cybersecurity challenges and improve digital trust. As technological advances and in global interconnectivity accelerate, exponentially in the fourth industrial revolution. Now, Brad, I talked to you about this time and time again about the fourth industrial revolution. The fourth industrial revolution is the beast. It is the beast on a stick because the fourth industrial revolution is AI. It's uh, everything coming together, the molding together of all things, internet of things, internet of bodies, internet of medical things, internet of DNA. I have showed you all these things, Brad. So that's the fourth industrial revolution is everything just going very technical. And everything coming together through connectedness, through the mesh. See the mesh right here? That's what this is, Brad. It is the mesh, the data nodes. It's everything coming together. Unprecedented systematic security risk and threats are undermining trust and growth. So the World Economic Forum Center for Cybersecurity is an independent and impartial global platform committed to fostering international dialogues and collaboration between the global cybersecurity community, both in the public and private sectors. I'm going to tell you something else that, that may happen. Uh, the reason that we're seeing such a rise in the cyber threats coming. What if, you know how they've been pushing the UFOs? And they've been, they've been coming out saying that they, they now believe the UFOs exist, okay? What if the way to pull everybody together in this world uh, final climactic unity is to have them have to get together to fight a common enemy? What if that common enemy is this UFO, which could be a fake facade hologram through all of these beast drones that I've showed you across the country that are in circular formations over interstates, remember? Uh, these holograms, what if all these UFOs appear, but they look very real because of these holograms and everybody's thinking that they're legit UFOs, okay? And now they're having to get everybody to come together and fight in unity to fight this.
become an enemy, this destroyer of the planet, everybody together in unity deal, right? So this could be the reason, one of the things that they use to pull all of this together and everybody come in agreement to say yes. You know, let's go back to cybersecurity. Four ways the AI can help us enter a new age of cybersecurity. Just in case you was there and got disconnected on the last one, I'm very sorry, but I think I found a pretty good connection uh, to the internet for us to be able to finish this. Yes, that's a good point. Gabby talks about them putting that over the mouth. Uh, talk, she says, very interesting with veils on faces. Amen, Vessel, that's right. Okay, so let's continue here. This is the World Economic Forum, and they're talking about how AI can help them with cyber attacks and whatnot. Y'all can read that. Okay, and then we talked about the Center for Cybersecurity. Notice the, uh, the mesh of the Internet of Things. And they're all meeting this summer about that. Then we talked about the Polygon. Let's see if we can get this back. Okay. So the World Economic Forum is the stage of cyber attack simulation. The World Economic Forum will stage a cyber attack exercise to prepare for a potential cyber pandemic. That founder, Klaus Schwab, says will be worse than the current crisis. Will Cyber Polygon 2021 be as prophetic as Event 201 in simulating a pandemic response? A new pandemic, let me make this a little bit bigger. Digitalization is accelerating everywhere. A new digital ecosystem are forming all around us, creating unnoticed linkages across services and supply chains. The World Economic Forum will stage a cyber attack exercise in July. It has been revealed as the group prepares for what it describes as the potential for a cyber pandemic. This exercise will take place at the World Economic Forum's annual Cyber Polygon Digital Event. Every year, the training brings together a wide range of global businesses and government structures while the live stream gathers millions of spectators from across the world. This year, the event is taking a bit more of a serious tone, giving uncertainties in the world. It will simulate a fictional cyber attack with participants from dozens of countries. Now, Brad, I am going to try to see if I can be a part of this event. I need to go on the website and register to see if my media can get in there so we can monitor this. 
So what do you all think is a cyber pandemic? What do y'all think that they mean by this? What do you think they mean by cyber pandemic? Well, let's watch this little thing and see if it tells us. stage for bride what do you think now that you watched that video i want to know what y'all are saying that's right deborah deborah says it no internet no electric no water no nothing no food and everything shut down that's right Complete, Bonnie says, complete halt to power supply, all supply chains, transportation, hospital services, that's right. Yep, keeping the whole world in the dark, that's right. Well, blackouts, that's right, Sunny, that's right, that's right. Shut the world down, shut the systems down, that's right. Bank accounts being hacked, not able to get your money out, etc., etc. In other words, just like Vessel says, a grid shut down. <clears throat> well, this could be the way that they are going to do the Great Reset, just like we were saying. 
So what if, you know, just a scenario, what if we have an attack, a cyber attack, and then they shut down everything for days while they're resetting, but they can act like it was an attack. Uh, and then when it comes back to this new world with the leader and everything, uh, they can act like there was so much data compromised and, you know, so many people are going to be arrested because of what was revealed or whatever. That could be the massive persecution there. You see what I'm saying? Yes, that's what I was thinking, Bessel. Do you, she says, do you think this could be their 10 days of darkness? Or three, you know, you've heard that old prophecy, three days of darkness. Well, it's definitely going to be a darkness, whether it's three days, five days, or 10 days. Uh, there's going to be a reset. So in order for it to reset, uh, everything's got to go down and collapse in order for it to rise in this new world. Oh, way to go, Cora. Cora says, when it comes back up, those with the mark will be able to access it again. That's right, Bonnie says, if they stop the world, then the world needs a savior, right? Yeah, that's true. Yes, that's right, Sonny, three days all over the place. Yes, Bonnie, prelude to the rise of the Antichrist, that's right. Or it could be not the prelude, but actually the rise. We know that, uh, what is that guy's name? The one that gave the prophecy before he died. Very, very popular preacher gave a prophecy before he died. I want to say it's Tommy something. But he said that he sees that everything will go down. And then when it comes back, there will be a leader in control. It'll be a whole different world. We will not even recognize this world when it comes back. And can you imagine, like, say, uh, if a bunch of people, you know, get killed or whatever. During this time, they're going to have to have a mark or some type of proof. Yes, Wilkerson. That's it, Wilkerson. Uh, if that they'll have some kind of, you'll have to have some kind of mark so that you can be registered in the system. Because there are so many lost or whatever. But it's going to be a different world. Alright, so let's get out of this. So this is definitely heating up about the cyber attack. This is according to Thomas Reuters Foundation News. Cyber attack against the U.S. IT provider forces Swedish chain to close 800 stores. Okay, so we're seeing some ripple effects of already cyber attacks. This is dated July 3rd. This is recently. In Stockholm, the Swedish grocery store chain closed all its 800 stores 
on Saturday after a ransomware attack on an American IT provider left it unable to operate cash registers. Hundreds of American businesses were hit on Friday by an unusually sophisticated attack that hijacked widely used technology management software from a Miami-based supplier called Kasaya. According to Coop, one of the Sweden's biggest grocery store chains, a tool used to remotely update its checkout tools, was affected by the attack, meaning payments could not be taken. We have been troubleshooting and restoring all night, but have communicated that we will need to keep the stores closed today. Coop spokesperson Teresa Knapp told Swedish television. All right, so look at this. State railway services and a pharmacy chain also suffered, this is key word right here, Brad, disruption. These blackouts that have been happening in different places could all be a prelude and be a practice round for what's about to happen globally type of deal. And we know, Brian, that there have been many TV shows about this, about what is going to happen when the lights go down. Okay, look at this one. We are almost completely paralyzed. Germany declares disaster after massive cyber attacks. So watch this. This Anat Bitterfeld municipality is saying that they have all their stuff frozen up in a lockdown cold. Where there's okay, I'll start over so you can have the words. All right, here we go. This is Dabu 7. Just a day after the launch of Cyber Polygon, we have Germany saying that they've gone through a series of stuff that has left them completely paralyzed in the eastern part of the country. This Anat Bitterfeld municipality is saying that they have all their stuff frozen up in a lockdown cold where their systems cannot move. Hackers have overwhelmed them and they've knocked out the IT operations that they have in this area. They say we are almost completely paralyzed, adding that their offices will probably remain offline next week and giving no indication of when services are going to resume. And they declined to comment on the identity of the, the attackers, on any ransoms being demanded. They said that that's all because it's under an investigation. You have to wonder why is that information always released any other time. So this area has a population of 157,000. And for the first time, they're unable to pay out welfare benefits and things like that. They're un unable to do anything. This comes on the heels of the largest meat producer out there getting attacked. Client getting attacked, hospitals getting attacked, and many other countries getting attacked. And we just had Klaus Schwab, this piece of work from the World Economic Forum, come out and say that we need to prepare pretty much for a cyber pandemic. Yes. For the internet going down. They just keep repeating it, and they just had a simulation of all The last time they had a simulation was a bit 201. A couple months after, you see what we're in. Yes, that's right. So, in terms of this, 
a heads up. I've warned for over a decade to have a plan for when the lights go out. We are on the doorstep of such an event. I'm going to expand on this and what we can do in the next live streams. Make sure to join me Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern on Elod and Patriot TV. You'll find links below. Patriot TV. Oh, no. No. I don't even want to have to research this guy. Daboo77. Seven, seven. What a farce. But still, he has a very good point there. That's right, Jamie. I love reading y'all's comments when I do the news because y'all give such unique perspectives. Okay, Jamie says, and now we can use universal basic income to save you as long as you have all, long as you all have the jab. <laughs> That's the truth. They are rolling out the universal income right now. Yes, that's right. Vessel says, once the welfare sh shuts off, these people are going to go loony and go after everyone else. In other words, now you got to think about something, right? These people are poor. If they're on welfare, it's because they're poor. So if they're relying on the government, they're going to be desperate. And desperate people do desperate things. Do you hear what I'm saying? But I also think that this is an opportunity uh, for the church to witness. I mean, I know a lot of people, Brad, that God is telling them to stock their house up with food. And, and they're stocking their house up with extra food. And they know it's for other people. God is already preparing people for the masses to come in. Because people are not alert and they're not aware. So this could be an opportunity for you to witness to people and to love on your neighbors. You know, but the problem is, you know, you just got to be careful. Okay, so let's go to the next thing here. Okay, we just saw that one. We saw that one. Pro-Trump app, Gitter, was hacked on launch day. Targeting accounts of founder Jason Miller and Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is one of Trump's top spokespeople. Uh, so the first day it was released, it got hacked. A new social media app set up by allies of Donald Trump was hacked on its official July 4th launch day. The hack targeted Gitter's most popular verified users, which included the app's founder, Jason Miller, and Major Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green.
All right, so let's go to the next thing. District Council declares Germany's first ever cyber catastrophe. Berlin, July 10th, which is recent. A district council in eastern Germany has declared a disaster after its computer systems were paralyzed by a hacker attack in what the federal cybersecurity watchdog confirmed was the country's first ever cyber catastrophe. Hackers knocked out the IT operations of the municipality of Annot Bitterfeld in the state of Saxony-Anhalt on Tuesday, a spokesperson confirmed to readers on Saturday. We are almost completely paralyzed, the spokesperson said, adding its offices will probably remain offline next week and gave no indication of when the services would resume. The municipality declined to comment on the identity of the attacker or whether they had a male ransom demand or made a ransom demand. Citing a police investigation, security sources say German local governments often run outdated and poorly maintained software systems that could be wide open to the cyber attack. So we're seeing it rolled out now, Brian. All right, here we go. Real world scenario in Germany. The, the cyber polygon drill simulation lights out scenario that is being hosted by the World Economic Forum. And you know the World Economic Forum head, Klaus Schwab, has said that in order to bring about a global governor, govern, governance and a global digital currency, we need to take this global reset serious and that COVID was a perfect practice for when the lights go out and the internet goes down and the infrastructure of the world is tested in preparation for this reboot and the reset. And you know, everybody's been talking about it, even Biden and Trudeau and all of these liberal Democrat slash communists are expecting a global reset that will go in their direction rather than the capitalist global, you know, dominance that the West has in the free world under the petrodollar has enjoyed. It is now going to switch and this is what they expect. This is why we have all of our athletes bowing their knees literally in prayer almost to the Black Lives Matter liberal communist uh, influencers that are being funded to the tune of billions to overthrow our system in every sector. I mean, you're just seeing it a little bit there in the social sector with the BLM, but they are avowed communists and communism has infiltrated all of them. Notice how this guy is using the terminology of the word sector. That is UN terminology of this global merger. Remember, I've been telling you this, Brad. So this guy is talking, I've got some red flags, uh, but uh, this guy is talking about hitting every sector. This year with President Biden, we have been hearing more about this. We have been hearing that word used a lot, this sector and that sector. So this, let's listen to this a little bit more. For institutions as well as the highest places in our government. 
And this is why Hunter Biden is doing these uh, artwork now that gains $500,000 per piece. And the White House has blocked out any contributors or anybody that's buying it because they know that that would expose the influence that they are currying by from foreign governments and the payoffs that they're gaining through his artwork. The big manufacturer wow. who we found through all the Hunter emails was Joe Biden is definitely taking his big 50% cut, right? Wasn't the big man supposed to be getting 50%? Well, all of these purchases of this artwork it is coming from these countries that have totally, completely compromised these criminals, these these sellouts that have literally sold America uh, to the highest bidder, and mostly we can find that to be China and Russia. And they're preparing for the complete gobbling up of America now because the frog has stayed in the kettle for so long that it's pretty much now done. You can put a fork in it, America, you're toast. That's right. That's our no, drive. I expect the cyber catastrophe that has been declared in Germany, in one of the city's provinces there, to be coming to America very soon. That's right. Eddie. And so this recent event that just happened today is a prelude of what you can expect. This is a foreshock. This is a pre-shock of the global shaking that is coming. Yes. That they are planning to transition the world into this digital currency, That's this, right. this one global governance, the great reset, and these smart cities they want to herd you into. Yes. This is why all the rural areas, the places that you love to go to visit and go fishing and hunting and, you know, you just find it so peaceful, they're trying to buy up all this property and the prices are skyrocketing so you can't even afford to even move out there or buy a piece of land now. Yes. Because they are getting ready. They are getting ready to, just like Silverstein said, he bought that insurance on the on all his uh, twin towers and the in the complex, right? The, you know that's right, Brad. That is right about the real estate, uh, because out here it is the prices are getting ridiculous for real estate. And you would not think that it would be a seller's market right now with all this happening, but it is. And, I mean, you can't have anything on the market or it goes, like, within a day. It's the craziest thing uh, with everything around it collapsing. But I see here he's a part of Blazing Press. So that's. Just a little bit before, a few months before, the owner of all those buildings bought insurance to keep, he added the, to his insurance against terrorism, right? So that they would be covered in the event of a terrorist act. And then when he was being interviewed, he said, well, you know, Building 10, I told them to pull it. I told them to pull it because a lot of people don't know that Building 10 came down all on its own. And it looked right, like it was a of But he said that he, as the owner of those buildings, he told them to pull it. And that's a term that you use when you do a demolition. So you can go back and probably find that footage on YouTube. I don't, I don't know. But he literally said to pull it. And this is what they're getting ready to do to America. 
the detonations have been set. And you can expect America to fall into its own footprint here real soon and the Chinese to come and gobble up what's left. Or the end of and or the Russians, because that's pretty much the scenario that I think is about to befall America. And uh, sadly, this is the state that we're in. And I don't take any pleasure in telling you this, but the only thing I can say is please prepare in every possible way. Simulations always become real world, it seems. For anybody that's been doing the research, you know what I'm talking about. Well, there we go. Okay, so let's go to the next deal. Historic Miami-Dade Courthouse closed due to safety concerns following the condo collapse. The historic Miami-Dade, we're moving forward now to what's going on in Florida, has been closed after an engineer reported safety concerns following the collapse of a condo near in nearby Surfside, Florida, officials said on Friday. Courthouse staff has been directed to work from home after the engineer's report prompted by the Champlain Tower South condo collapse identified safety concerns with various floors, Miami-Dade Mayor said. The report recommended floors 16 above be closed to staff while repairs are swiftly completed. All core business will be conducted remotely starting Monday and anyone who has scheduled court proceedings will be getting notices with instructions for remote access. The courthouse, a 28-floor building located at 73 Flagler Street in downtown Miami, was built between 1925 and 28, according to documents, from the county's Office of Historic Preservation. It was designated a local historic site in 1985 and four years later was added to the National Register of Historic Places. So, what are they going to do? Start tearing buildings down around there? Because I told you what I think is coming there. This says for you to watch as the remaining portion of the Champlain Towers is demolished. Wow. To me, it reminds me a lot of the 9-11. Doesn't that remind you of 9-11? Okay, look at this complexes are structurally sound experts there saying that the Surfside collapse could very well reshape Miami's real estate market. Well, let's bring in NBCNews.com reporter Phil McCausland. Uh, Phil, uh, in your reporting, uh, one real estate agent said, now you're going to see what we call condo terminations, where developers buy out old buildings, tear them down, and put up new ones. Can you talk to us about why that's happening? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, there's a few things going on, I think, that is uh, worth noting. 
condos across the state want to know that the building is safe, and so they're really bringing those demands down for engineers to come in and check out their buildings. The issue is there's not enough engineers. So what that means is that those engineering reports are becoming more and more expensive. But the secondary issue is that once you even have that report in hand, um, then you're going to find out this is what's wrong with your building. And for some of these older buildings, some of these buildings that are 40 years old, 30 years old, you're looking at maybe eight figures, seven figures, and even here across condo owners um, through assessments, you're looking at, I mean, tens of thousands of dollars, if not over six figures uh, for some of these folks. So that's, the, that's basically a second mortgage. I mean, and so what we're talking about is especially for lower income owners, I mean, they're, they're essentially that's right, to potentially leave because they can't afford to stay. Um, and when you're looking at a market where folks... So basically, they're putting in smart buildings. It's definitely going to reshape Miami's uh, landscape there. So we know as well that there's a lot of changes happening in uh buildings because of the infrastructure changes that are taking place everywhere let's look at this report back to a condo building north miami beach that is deemed unsafe they were given a time frame today to grab their belongings local 10 news reporter parker branson is live with the details parker alexis and residents are inside right now grabbing what they can and really just a matter of minutes this comes one week after they were told they needed to leave documents. 15 minutes to grab what they need. This is uh, closed. in the back, so it's all Residents lining up with carts and other items to help them carry their essentials. And with a police escort, they were allowed back into their homes at Crestview Towers. One week after, the building was deemed unsafe, structurally and electrically. 300 plus people told they need to leave. It's unexpected, uh, yes. The day that we were evacuated, we didn't even get a notice. A recent county inspection found significant damage underneath the pool deck, corrosion inside a stairwell, and a support column with some cracking. The association submitted its building's 40-year recertification report to the city of North Miami Beach last week. It was dated back in January and highlighted poor service conditions, concrete falling, and moisture on balconies. The condo board paid an engineer over the weekend to conduct another property survey. The city rejected those reports because they did not comply with the recertification process. More importantly, they did not address the problems raised in the condo's original 40-year recertification. Local 10 has learned the building has nearly a half million dollars in outstanding fines for various code violations. Wow. Like inadequate emergency lighting. Wow, can you believe that? They have got a half a million dollars worth of fines and has not made the changes. So definitely they'll probably tear that building down. But we're seeing a lot of building. Well, let's, let's look at some other natural uh, plagues that are happening everywhere. A scourge of the earth's grasshopper swarms overwhelmed the U.S. West. The drought, this is dated July 7th. The drought has created ideal conditions for grasshopper eggs 
to hatch and for the insatiable eaters to survive into adulthood. They're arriving in swarms so dense it can appear the earth is moving. They're covering roads and fields, pelting ATV riders, and steadily devouring grains and grass to the bedevilment of farmers and ranchers. A massive population of grasshoppers is proliferating in the sweltering American West, where a deep drought has made for ideal conditions for grasshopper eggs to hatch and survive into adulthood. That would be horrible to see, Brad. I hate those locusts. Oh, I hate when those things come. Ugh. Okay, heat wave causing the biggest glacier melt in Washington State in a century. This is dated just today. The record-breaking heat wave in the U.S. Northwest and Canada is causing what's thought to be the biggest glacier melt in Washington State in a century. Milky sandy water has been reported running into Puget Sound, an inlet of the Pacific Ocean. Scientists say it could be rocks and minerals from melting glaciers. Des Moines faces extreme measures to find clean water. This is dated July 4th, according to the Associated Press. Des Moines, Iowa. In the dim light just after dawn, Bill Bildall, or Blue Ball, parks his Des Moines Waterworks pickup truck grabs a dipper and a couple of plastic bottles and walks down a boat ramp to the Raccoon River where he scoops up samples from a waterway that cuts through some of the nation's most intensely farmed land. Each day, the utility analysis was in those samples and others from the nearby Des Moines River as it works to deliver drinking water to more than 500,000 people in Iowa's capital city and its suburbs. Some mornings walking down, it smells like ammonia, he said. It's concerning. I'm down here every morning and I care about the water. Okay, let's see. Look at this. After spending $18 million over the last two decades on a system, to treat the tainted river water, it's frustrating to pay out millions more for something other cities wouldn't imagine, say utility officials. I look at it in disbelief. So, definitely got some things happening out there. Meet the scientist who created the first human pig hybrid. All right, well, let's see what this is. 22 people in the U.S. died waiting for an organ transplant. There are currently 118,000 people on the list, and it grows every year. Scientists at the Salk Institute in La Jolla, California, think they might have the solution, growing human organs inside genetically altered pigs.
In a lab in Salk Institute, a scientist sucks human stem cells into a tube. Another injects them into a pig embryo. Terrible! At that moment, a cross-species embryo, a chimera, both human and pig, begins. The project leaders, Dr. Juan Carlos Ispizu of Belmonte and Jun Wu, have spent the past four years trying to make this work. And now, finally, their chimera has begun to grow. So these are pig embryos that may or may not have human. Yeah, they don't know. We, we don't know yet. We need to analyze it. Uh, there are several different ways to do that. We need to use, the, for example, a marker that can mark the human cells inside. We'll be able to visualize it. Or we can analyze the human DNA. Human stem cells grow inside the pig embryo. After four weeks, the scientists euthanize the chimera. Oh. Now, those human cells aren't growing as well as the scientists would like. But the goal is eventually the embryos will grow into a pig. The human organ ready for harvest. This is the first time uh, that we see human cells actually can survive, even though at very low level, uh, can survive in this stage of pig embryos. So we see, observe about one human cell in 100,000 um, pig cells. So when people say half human, half pig, it's not right. Before trying to grow human parts in pigs, the salt scientists proved this could work with rats and mice. So the, this part is a mouse, and this part is a rat. Four years ago, they started to turn off the genetic code telling an embryonic mouse to grow pancreas. They then implanted the stem cells of a rat into that embryo. And those rat cells grew a rat pancreas inside the mouse. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I'm show you a, is a rat and mice chimera, and you can see the, the white hair is actually coming from the rat. And the dark brown is uh, where the original mouse color is. So you can see that you know, they have different distributions. How special is it? Actually, this is a mouse. Red mouse camera is very, very good. We regenerated only. Man, that is terrible that they can even think that those chimeras are even okay with humanity. I mean, I know, I know what they're thinking as far as, you know, them saying, well, I am putting these, I'm trying to save humanity by practicing on pigs. So I'm just going to put the human parts inside the pig and then kill the pig. I mean, there's not any, I just don't think God would like that. Do you, Brad? I don't think God would like them just destroying humanity and taking human, which was created by God, and mixing that in the animals and then killing the animals. See, I don't get how they have a basis for their claim of climate change. You know, they want to stand up for climate change and they want to stand up against death to animals like, you know, they, they don't want you to get rid of this certain owl or whatever, but they allow this kind of stuff. It makes no sense. Your climate change what about this? What about messing with nature? I mean, this is nature. Even if you take God out of the equation, 
you know, because they want to get rid of God. Okay, we'll take God out of the equation. And even that's not right. I mean, even nature itself, just like God talks about in the Bible, when he says even nature itself tells you that this, uh, that homosexuality is not right. Because even nature, even just setting the spiritual side apart, even nature says this is not right. And the same with mixing species. Okay, let's go. Maxine Waters is in the news again. Maxine Waters coming after vaccine hesitancy. So let's move forward to this issue. Uh, to talk about a subject that's bothering so many of us. Uh, we're so concerned about our community and the hesitancy uh, that is displayed daily. You know all the stories about why. I don't know why, Bri, but when I look at her, the way that she looks is Nancy Pelosi. She is like the white version of Nancy Pelosi. I mean, seriously. Because if you look at her eyebrows, her eyes, the way they do, the way her chin is, I mean, she it looks like you're looking at Nancy Pelosi. Or am I off on that one? why they're suspicious. Uh, we know the distrust uh, because of the way we were treated in the medical people with experiments, etc. I mean, we, she even talks like her. And we're talking to people at one view, at nausea. We're saying you may die uh, if you're infected and you're not the vaccinated. So we've done all of that. So now I'm really looking at incentives. I'm looking at what incentives work uh, and how we can involve maybe the private sector in supporting us uh, with incentives to get particularly young people Now, either of you have any knowledge or experience that you can share with us about whether or not incentives work and whether or not it is ethical to do incentives. First, let Dr. Adams, what do you well, thank you so much. And actually, I would direct the question to Dr. Milton because she wrote the book on this. She is the expert on. Oh, this. she did. But yes, she okay. is, and she's on. So she is the expert on the panel on incentives. But what I would say to you very quickly is, you need to have the right incentive for the right audience. And a blanket incentive isn't going to work for every population because it's not going to address the concerns the particular population has. So African Americans may respond to different incentives than Hispanics and Latinos than rural communities. But again, I'll throw it to the expert who was here, Dr. Milton. Sure, no, the, the evidence that incentives work is, is building. Um, we have decades of evidence that they work for changing health behaviors in other contexts. Of course, we only have a little bit of evidence to date on, on how well they're working um, for COVID-19 vaccinations. But as I mentioned earlier, the Ohio Vaccinalian data is already looking very promising. There was a 28% uh, increase in vaccinations in the week following. What? She is talking about the Ohio Vaxamillion Lottery? Are y'all hearing this? 
But because of the lottery, there was a 28% increase the following week. 28% that you can woo people with money like that. So this is what they're talking about in this meeting is what, how else can we woo people to this? Crazy. The announcement of that, and, and we believe that in the two weeks following, there were an extra 50 to 80,000 vaccinations given. Now, um, you asked a question about particular communities and do they work differently in different communities? And I wish we knew more about that. One thing that we're pioneering in Philadelphia, where I co-designed the Philadelphia Vax sweepstakes, is a kind of lottery incentive that's actually focused on communities where there um, are low vaccination rates. So we are um, running a citywide sweepstakes, but we are given half of the prizes in each round and each drawing to a, a particular zip code that's under-vaccinated. And I think we should be doing more to target those under-vaccinated communities. Uh, a nice thing about lottery incentives is that they draw tremendous media attention. We think that's part of why they're so effective. People get very... Oh, she says, okay. The lotteries, the reason they're popular is it gets a lot of media attention. So that gets the people. And Vessel, you brought up a good point. It said that they put everybody in a financial crisis and then bribe them with the lottery. That's true. But Cora, money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of it. Yes, that's right, Vessel. That's right. It's the love of money. I mean, nothing wrong with money. It's just the love of it. Pretty excited. Okay, so I just wanted to show you that about uh, Maxine Waters and the vaccine hesitancy. They are still uh, discussing how to handle this uh, hesitancy. Okay, look at this. Trump country rejects the vaccines despite the growing Delta threat. Josh, to, to love what Dr. Hotez talked about, in the, the Missouri that you studied and the agony of sick people getting sicker, what's the level of anti-science you observed? I mean, this is a part of the country that's very conservative. supporters of Donald Trump live there, and they are having uh, one of, if not the hot spot for COVID outbreaks in the country, uh, particularly the Delta variant from all the variants that are sequenced in Missouri, 96% in this part of Missouri have come back Delta. So they're, they're having a problem right now. One hospital there is, uh, it's COVID unit is more full than it has been in the whole, you know, course of the pandemic. Uh, the other one there closed a special COVID unit and has had to reopen it. And the reason there is vaccine uptake is just low. And these things run deeper than what might have been the assumption, for instance, you know, Donald Trump hasn't been out there encouraging people to get vaccine. This is Trump country. But the people I spoke with there say that even if Donald Trump told them to get it, they have doubts. They think it was rushed. They wonder about the safety and they trust that they won't be able to get the virus or they don't think it will be that bad. Josh, is it new? Or can you say, as I said to someone from Johns Hopkins yesterday, is it what we saw with measles rubella? Is it what we saw with other virus and bacterial uh, illnesses. Is it, are we repeating history, or is there something new here? I think we always repeat history, <laughs> for sure. But I think you know, early on in this pandemic, we the Biden administration 
said a couple of things. They said, uh, you know, equity is going to be a real problem because there are real reasons why African Americans, in particular in the U.S., would be not keen uh, to jump on to the bandwagon of the vaccine. I really uh, went after that, but what we're seeing instead is there's progress there. Um, but it's Republican areas, and in many cases, are really the legacy. Like, the, the vaccine map looks almost identical to the electoral college map. The lowest vaccinated states are Republican, the highest ones are Democrat. And Biden falls short of his July 4th poll. Remember, 70% of the U.S. involved in one shot, that was his poll. He did about 67. And the reason is because he is way under that. In Republican states, and even further under that, in more rural parts of the state, like southwest Missouri. These are also places that have been to be the fastest to lift all restrictions, you know, only at the hospitals that I see in mass. Wow. So no wonder they focused on Georgia. Isn't that Georgia? That is Georgia. Wow. I'm disappointed in Tennessee. It's all blue. Georgia, boy, they... Hmm. Well, counties with the lowest vaccination rates are clustered in the south. Well, that's because it's the Bible Belt. Do y'all see that, Brian? Uh, in Springfield, it's made a slight exaggeration, but it will be overwhelmingly no mask wearing uh, there. And now they're in a crisis in the exhaustion of the healthcare workers in these communities. Um, you can imagine they thought they were out of it, now they're right back into it. Josh, this administration, this Democratic administration, is consistently touting the science. So let's go through some of it. In today's briefing, we discussed how the Delta variant is already responsible for half of the cases in many parts of this country, point one, point two. Governor Coyworth, New York, over the 4th of July weekend, more people in New York State were shot than died of COVID. Better stats coming from Democrats. Why on earth do we still have these travel restrictions? Why on earth are we still punishing the airlines? Why on earth are we still keeping loved ones from loved ones and not doing something about this? These were the former president's policies, and this administration seems to be sticking with them, even though the science doesn't back it up. Absolutely. It has been one of the huge question marks here. They said yesterday, essentially punted yesterday, when they were asked about this, you know, they, they, they grappled with vaccine passports, for they said they never gave them, and then they said they ruled with them optionally. Uh, but, you know, they, they really are sort of speaking away from that. Where Biden has changed his tune here, which I think is notable. You know, if you were someone in the country who was skeptical about the virus, or skeptical about the vaccine, even if you weren't a dire Republican, you had the president tell you, by the law, you know, aside from the clip that we just played, Biden is more or less, you know, declaring that the thing is pretty much over. And so, you know, he's having an independent day party at the White House. And so I think that there's a risk that he, you know, sort of sends a message, but uh, from his perspective, they acknowledge that they can't do anything. Uh, in some cases, to get hardcore conservatives to take a vaccine, Biden would be the worst possible messenger. Well, and Josh, of course, the message is coming from more than just the White House. I mean, businesses are reopening. Everyone's swinging open their doors and saying, come back to our concerts, come back to our sporting events, come back to our restaurants here. I guess the genie is out of the bottle here. And the big question is, if we do see a resurgence uh, of the COVID uh, of the COVID virus, uh, specifically with the Delta and, and these Lambda variants here, is there any political 
feasibility at all that we can go back to any sort of mandated lockdowns. Not Missouri and not a lot of places in this country. Right? But in fairness, one hospital chief I spoke to there said he doesn't think that you can is productive. They think that they should focus their energy on vaccines, but we're talking really low vaccination rate in these places, you know, forty percent in the cities and even lower than that in the counties around them. And just to go back to Jonathan's question, which I feel bad that I didn't interrupt the answer, we simply do not know a timeline or any idea when it will be travel restrictions, they have completely just pushed that aside and dodged every question on it. Well, see, for one thing, they're probably not going to do the lockdowns because they're going to crack down on the public-private partnerships, which is having other people do their dirty work, basically. Okay, House, listen to this, Brad. The House passes a $760 billion package along party lines hoping to sway infrastructure debate. Look at this. Democrat 219, Republican 2. So it looks like they won, the Democrats. Okay, well, let's go to the next one. Hamas launched bomb-laden suicide drones onto Israel as fighter jets filmed blasting them out in the sky. This is the swarm. Watch this. Wow. These swarms are doing that. You know what, Brad? I kind of wonder about this stuff. <laughs> I know y'all probably thinking this woman is skeptic of everything. But what what did that show us? They're supposed to show us a swarm suicide drones. We didn't see nothing but a bunch of dots. Boo on that reporting. <laughs> Okay, so White House is pursuing door-to-door -door outreach to get Americans vaccinated. This was on the 6th. Let's listen to this again. Uh, after the president is briefed by his COVID-19 response team this afternoon, he will speak to the American people about the strong progress that the country has made in recovery because of its robust vaccination campaign, as well as the importance of every eligible American getting vaccinated, especially as the Delta variant continues to grow among unvaccinated people across the country. By the end of the week, the United States will be nearing 160 million people fully vaccinated, which the president will touch on today as well, which is critically important as fully vaccinated people are protected against the Delta variant. He will also stress how the administration will continue its effort to work with governors, local leaders, 
and across the public and private sector to get more Americans vaccinated by making vaccines available in more healthcare settings and respond to hotspots. Rosen will outline five areas his team is focused on to get more Americans vaccinated. One, uh, targeted community by community door-to-door -door outreach to get remaining Americans vaccinated by ensuring they have the information they need on how both safe and accessible the vaccine is. Two, a renewed emphasis on getting the vaccines to more primary care doctors and physicians, something that we've seen as a very successful tactic uh, with reaching groups uh, with lower vaccination rates in the past few months. Uh, three, stepped up efforts, which is complementary to my last point, to get vaccines to pediatricians and other providers who serve younger people so that adolescents aged 12 to 18 can get vaccinated as they go for back to school checkups or get ready for fall sports. You heard that for the children back to school. All right, so let's go to the next deal. Y'all know that Trump, at the same time that he's rolling out the gitter, is suing big tech. And he says it's over the conservatorship. I mean, the censorship of conservatives. Let's see if I can make this bigger. Wednesday, July 7th, okay? Trump is speaking live on Newsmax about his plans for a class action lawsuit. Let's hear what he's got to say. District Court for the Southern District. over here that is weird look at his masonic logo ah we've talked about his logo is that a hexagon behind him it sure is on that video that was just shown how did this get on here oh oh it's an ad It's 2021. You can get lattes and car rides and toilet paper instantly on a phone unlocked with your face. And if you have the thumbtack app, you'll be able to hire people just as fast, like painters and cleaners and plumbers. Thumbtack's the app that finds local pros for you. It shows you prices, reviews, and when they're available. Now you can fix your house the same way you do everything else with an app. Download Thumbtack today. Thank you. 
Well, first of all, we know that's a farce. This whole lawsuit is a farce. Trump also bashed big tech for going along with China's claims that COVID originated not from nearly a nearby lab, but was tied to animal to human infection, tied to a bat or some other mysterious animal tied to a cat, etc., etc. Okay, so let's go to the next thing. We don't want that. Okay. Look at this on the Jewish voice. I was shocked. Biden kneels before an Israeli mother of 12 at a presidential meeting. Check this out. Riv Karavis, chief of staff for outgoing Israeli president, Ruben Ridlin, said that she was shocked when U.S. President Joe Biden knelt and bowed before her during a meeting at the White House on June the 28th, I was pretty shocked, she said Sunday morning. Revis said that she was fortunate to have a photographer with her in the Oval Office that day. If not that, no one would have believed me. She described the meeting in detail, beginning with Biden greeting Rivlin very warmly with a hug. The two leaders were having a small chat when Rivlin pointed towards Revis and said, this is my chief of staff. She's very orthodox and you won't believe how many children she has. Biden asked how many and they said 12. And he, Biden, was like going, wow, I can't believe it. That can't be. Are you sure 12? Is that true? Riv says she answered, yes, that's true. There are 12 and there are even some grandchildren already. Biden then told her that he was from a Christian family, she said, and he began to talk about his mother. Then he said, you know what? I have to get down on my knees for honoring you for having 12 children. Before lowering himself to the floor on one knee and bowing his head, Revis said that Biden also attempted to shake her hand, but Rivlin quickly explained that she is very religious and does not shake hands with men. Well, you have to see my mother, Biden told her. They walked across the room together to see a photograph of the president's mother on the small table. The president of the United States, the most strong state in the world, to whom did he bow to? A mother of 12 children for her being a mother. Now, isn't that something and then him supporting abortion? Now, does that make any sense to you? All right, let's go to the next deal. Noah's Ark Park in North Kentucky seeks expansion with new religious exhibit. Oh no, what is it? Oh no, don't tell me they're a part of the outlaw agenda. Oh man. Thursday, July 8th. Let's see what's on this video. Lawrenceburg is back and stronger than ever. We're ready for you to enjoy retail therapy, fun outdoor events, and restaurants featuring outdoor seating. Remember, we're in this together. So think hard.
We're in this together. to that so they're going to build an exhibit like the Tower of Babel to highlight Jerusalem alright so let's see here welcome to Zuckerville Facebook is developing its own city near Silicon Valley HQ complete with 1,700 apartments, a supermarket, hotel, and new office. Facebook and Signature Development Group are behind the proposed plans for the new Willow Park City. It will be built where a single-use industrial and warehouse complex currently stands on a 59-acre site adjacent to Facebook headquarters in Menlo Park, California. Facebook already owns several of the existing buildings on the site. It will feature 1,729 apartments, including about 320 that will be affordable housing and up to 120 units designed for senior housing. The plans for the new city also feature supermarket, pharmacy, cafes and restaurants, and a 193-room hotel. There will be a town square, multiple parks, and two-acre elevated park similar to New York City's Highline, Skyline. Facebook also plans to have 1.25 million square feet of new office, meeting and conference room space for the social media company. It don't sound like they're too scared of Trump's lawsuit, is it? Okay, this market's being taken over. All right, let's see here. Bezos, Gates back fake meat and dairy made from fungus is next big alt protein. Okay, you can imagine that's the new food. I'm getting tired, can you tell? Russian scientists are working to produce hypoallergenic milk after cloning the cow and editing her genes to remove the protein that causes lactose intolerance. So there we go, more with the CRISPR, the gene, the gene splicing. Breakdown of GMO labeling laws in each country. So there you go, you can tell all that. And what else we have? Pilot and Flying J and Cinex tell gas station owners next delivery is your last. I think I covered this on my last video, not today, but before. Now she's being told that love stations are being told the next, the exact same thing. Next delivery of fuel is your last. When your tanks reach 10%, shut down.
All right, Brad. Well, that's it for the news tonight. And Author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda, Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda, this book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American Quad books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. June's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book, author and White House correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda, 
exposes the new world order and satanic agenda. This book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment. Where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American comic books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. Jews books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book, please go to treehousepublishers.com.